This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this Monday morning on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark, and it is a beautiful day in the Midwest. We have blue skies. Mild temperatures going to get up into the 80s all this week. Sunshine all five days. Spring has absolutely sprung. Flowers are in full bloom. Grass needs to be cut twice a week. Lots of rain in the last few days. And it's great to be alive in the greatest country in all of history. Thanks for joining us today on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, go to AffirmAmerica.com. Put in your email address. We'll let you know when a new episode comes out. You can also reach me at Marquise at AffirmAmerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at AffirmAmerica.com. Okay, here's today's news you can use, the top five headlines for this Monday, May the 9th, 2022. Number five, Missouri and Louisiana sue Biden officials for collusion with big tech. Republican attorneys general of Missouri and Louisiana accused President Joe Biden and other top government officials in a lawsuit Thursday of colluding with social media giants such as Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to censor and suppress speech under the guise of combating dangerous misinformation. The lawsuit claims that Biden and his supporters during the 2020 election campaign and now in office have directly worked with executives and employees of big tech companies to censor content related to controversial political debates over the past two years. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, according to the lawsuit, candidate Biden also threatened that Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg should be subject to civil liability and even criminal prosecution for not censoring such core political speech. New York Post, the attorneys asked the court to declare that the defendants violated the First Amendment and that the defendants had exceeded their statutory authority. They've also asked the court to stop the officials from continuing to engage in unlawful conduct to suppress free speech. So there you go. Finally, some uh, Republicans with some guts standing up and taking a stand against these big tech companies. And they didn't even mention the Zuckerbucks that were involved in the 2020 election, $400 million that he spent for far-left groups to take over the polling places and to put drop boxes on every corner. We watched the 2,000 Mules a couple nights ago. And we could see exactly how that was used to cheat on the election. If you haven't seen that yet, you want to go to 2000mules.com, see Dinesh D'Souza's video on that. That documentary will show you exactly how they stuffed the ballot boxes and most definitely had an impact on the 2020 election. But not only that, we also see the censorship on big tech with Facebook, with Twitter, And finally, we are seeing some pushback from some Republicans saying, hey, enough is enough. We need to break these big companies up. We can't have monopolies like this. This is why Elon Musk has become such a hero for those who believe in free speech and taking over 
Twitter so that we can bring back an open forum in the public square. So let's uh, hope that this goes somewhere and that we can see more and more of this, especially with the new disinformation governance board that was rolled out last week and how absurd that idea is. So the far left is most definitely taking over the Democratic Party, and we're seeing just all kinds of crazy town happening over there on the left side of the political spectrum. All right, headline number two, Governor DeSantis, Disney is going to be responsible for all the debt it's racked up. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis is not backing down from Disney. When it comes to the park's special VIP treatment, it has been given for years. Governor Ron DeSantis, Disney is going to have to live under the same laws that everybody else lives under in Florida. Disney will pay its fair share of taxes, and Disney is going to be responsible for all the debt it's racked up. Disney has continued to pay the price, literally for making it clear that it does not respect parental rights, as Walt Disney Company lost nearly $63 billion in market capitalization since coming out against Florida's parental rights and education bill, which protects children in kindergarten through third grade from classroom discussions on sexual orientation and gender identity. So again, all this, uh, you know, crazy left-wing ideas, which has infiltrated um, our corporations, the Disney Corporation, in our schools, in our local school boards, the wokeism of the government, and now the corporations are paying dearly for this because the parents aren't going to stand for it. And Disney lost over $63 billion because their stock prices plummeted when people started selling it off because they don't believe in what Disney stands for now. Taking out names like Prince and Princess out of the Magic Kingdom and removing ladies and gentlemen and, and making queer and LGBT-type characters running around the uh, Disney theme park. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And now we're seeing some action here. So uh, kudos to uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. He's going to be a good candidate for 2024. Let's keep an eye on Florida, and let's keep an eye on what Disney is doing. Uh, a small minority has been able to commandeer that company, and it's taking it in a direction that is really hitting them hard right in their pocketbook. So that's how you do it. That's how you push back against the radical left. All right, headline number three, pro-life pregnancy center in Madison, Wisconsin, vandalized. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Madison. Vandals set a fire inside the Madison headquarters of the anti-abortion group in Wisconsin Family Action late Saturday or early Sunday, police and an official from the group said Sunday. Abortion activists plan to raise hell at churches across the country on Mother's Day with protests and some fear of violence as outrage grows in response to a leaked draft opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade. Sarah Godlewski, the first Democrat in the Wisconsin Senate, raised to issue statement condemning vandalism at Wisconsin Family Action Center. So again, this is very typical of the uh, far left. You know, if they don't get what they want, they stomp their feet, they bomb abortion clinics, they go and protest in front of the Supreme Court's homes. They're like little children that don't get their way, that hold their breath, 
and pout and just scream like little kids. And this is exactly what's going on here. So uh, as we go forward, we have to stand strong, not be intimidated by the far left, that, because that's exactly what they want. And as a result, then many times they get their way because people fold their tents and go home. But we've had enough. The American people are rising up. They're waking up. The Great Awakening is happening. They're seeing what's going on. They're lo we're losing our rights in our country. We're being infiltrated by this garbage ideas, this wokeism, this cancel culture, this critical race theory, transgenderism. You know what we're talking about here. So let's continue the fight. Let's not back down to these far left groups and let's continue moving forward like our nation is supposed to move forward. And that's with free speech and the rule of law. All right, headline number two. Clarence Thomas says the court will not be bullied. Thomas was speaking at a judicial event in Atlanta. As a society, we are becoming addicted to wanting particular outcomes, not living with the outcomes we don't like, Thomas said at the conference. So we can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you just the outcomes you want. The events from earlier this week are a symptom of that. Chief Justice John Roberts spoke at the same conference Thursday where he called the leak absolutely appalling. The justice went on to dismiss any question that the leak would affect the Supreme Court's final decision. A leak of this stature is absolutely appalling, Roberts said, and if the person behind it thinks that it will affect our work, that's just foolish. So again, the same thing going on here. You know, as soon as the word came out, you know, they organized the left organized, they've been doing protests. It's going to be a wild and woolly summer, just like the summer last year with the Black Lives Matters groups burning cities down. Don't be surprised if the left does the same tactics this year. But again, we got to stand strong. We can't give in to these far-left, radical Antifa types. If we do, then just give it all up. Just might as well just pack up and move to Cuba or something like that because we're not going to have a country here anymore. Glad to see that the Supreme Court justices are very clear. They're not giving in. They're not going to be swayed by these radicals no matter how crazy they get. They're going to continue to follow the law, follow their conscience, and follow their principles. So Clarence Thomas and John Roberts are coming out, and we're glad to see that they're uh, making their points uh, clear and that they will not be swayed in any way by these tactics. All right, headline number one. Weekend marked by protests outside homes of Justice Kavanaugh and Chief Justice John Roberts. Roughly 100 pro-abortion protesters marched outside the homes of Supreme Court Justice John Roberts and Associate Justice Brett Kavanaugh on Saturday evening, days after a leaked majority draft opinion suggested the court might be poised to overturn Roe v. Wade. When protesters made their way back to Kavanaugh's house, police ordered the group to disperse. The energy is marked markedly more negative outside Kavanaugh's house. The anger has been much more palatable than outside any other justice's house. The protesters also made a stop at Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home, which was reportedly orchestrated by one of Kavanaugh's neighbors. Pro-abortion radicals reportedly chanted, 
no uterus, no opinion outside Kavanaugh's home. So again, it just doesn't stop. You know, these guys will continue to whine and complain and go to people's houses and just make their lives miserable, just like little children would when they don't get their way. Now, what does a parent do when little children act that way? They put them in the corner. They take away privileges. They do things that deter their actions. And so this is no different in that this is very similar in how you have to treat little children because they only understand uh, when they get pushed back, when they receive some kind of consequences for their action. So here's a little clip of what uh, it's like outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home over the weekend as these protesters come out and protest against the ruling of the Supreme Court justice. Listen to it here. Great. How would you like to wake up to that 24-7? These people uh, standing outside your house. In fact, it's actually illegal for them to do that. And I hope that the uh, law enforcement agency comes out and uh, moves these people along. Uh, this is directly disturbing peace. And uh, this is not a right that these people can come out, stand in front of somebody's residence and make a ruckus like this. It's not fair to their neighbors and it's not fair to the Supreme Court justices. So uh, I hope they, uh, the, the, the police start getting tough on these guys and they start, you know, throwing people in jail, uh, removing them from the streets, whatever they need to do. Same things on these uh, big BLM riots that, that they hold in cities where they burn down businesses. We need to get serious on this. We need to call in the National Guard. We need to get um, the police, give them the support, not defund them, but overfund them now and really give them the support we need to uh, keep law and order because it's just getting to a point where it will never stop. And the more they get an inch, they'll take a mile. So uh, let's uh, keep this in mind. Let's uh, pray for the Supreme Court justices. Uh, it's a very difficult time for them as well, but uh, it seems that they're gonna hold strong to their beliefs. And listen, it's not about ending abortion. It just puts it back into the state's hands. So don't listen to the far left. What they're promoting is a narrative. It doesn't um, oppose abortions. It just takes it out of the federal uh, jurisdiction and sends it back to the states where the states and their legislature can pass the laws in each individual state as the people desire. This is a people's issue, not a government issue. And that was the fallacy in Roe versus Wade, Casey, and all the other ones that have been supporting abortion on demand. All right, so those are your top five headlines for this Monday, May the 9th, 2022. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Affirm America podcast. God bless you. Have a great new week. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.